Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk with Tonsoni. This episode is our weekly sports recap, where we recap what's going on in the college and professional ranks. Uh, we also encourage you to check out DelphiBracketology.com and look for a, a new podcast here on this site called Bracket U, uh, where we will be talking about college basketball and all of the bracket happenings. Uh, early in the season, it'll be a little bit more about teams just getting good wins or taking bad losses. In December, we'll share more about where teams are probably going to start looking to fit into the bracket. And as we know, that always changes through January and February until the final bracket is mentioned. And that is Bracket U podcast on the Sports Talk with Tonsoni podcast. Uh, the next episode probably will be out early next week before Thanksgiving. Speaking of college basketball, here in the state of Indiana, we take our basketball serious and our, and our colleges are off to uh, the 2018-2019 season. Uh, Purdue is 3-0, uh, competing in the Charleston Classic. As we record this, they are in the semifinals uh, playing on a Friday night and, and we'll complete that on Sunday. Indiana is 3-0, including an incredible win in the Gavit Games against Marquette. Uh, who is ranked number 24, uh, a 24-point victory for the Hoosiers. Notre Dame, on the other hand, loses at home to Radford uh, in a shocking upset and had two okay wins, Notre Dame sitting at 2-1. and one. Butler is currently off to a 2-0 and start. IUPUI is a team to watch in Indiana, 2-1, and one, defeated Boston College this week. Indiana State also is 2-1. and one. Uh, a big road win last weekend at Green Bay. Came home and beat a Division II opponent on Wednesday. Now have 10 days off before they play the highly regarded uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Evansville and Valpo off to a little bit of a slow start. Uh, one and two and one and one respectively. Valpo losing to that Western Kentucky team that will be playing Indiana State in the tournament. Ball State is one and two but has played two outstanding ranked opponents uh, losing to uh, Purdue and then losing to Virginia Tech in a tournament. The Purdue game was a battle until a 26-6 run by the Boilermakers that Delphi Bracketology witnessed in person. Purdue used outstanding defense and good motion offense to spurt out to that difference and put away the Cardinals last weekend. So the state of Indiana has some teams moving in the right direction, has some teams fighting uh, to, to be seen, and we'll be watching and bringing updates on Indiana, the Indiana schools every week as well on Sports Talk with Tonsoni. So now it's time to look at our college uh, updates of the week, and Joe and Elijah are here with what happened last week. Welcome back. This is Joe and Elijah with your Week 11 College Football Recap. Our first game is Oklahoma State at number 6 Oklahoma. In this Big 12 matchup where defense seems to be constantly a missing factor, this battle for Oklahoma was a shootout. Oklahoma State quarterback Taylor Cornelius threw for 501 yards, while Oklahoma running backs Kenny Brooks and Trey Sermon combined for 289 yards and five touchdowns on the ground. Down seven late in the fourth quarter, Oklahoma State scored but missed a two-point conversion, securing an Oklahoma victory. Final score, Oklahoma State 47, Oklahoma 48. Number 10 ranked Ohio State went to Michigan to take on number 18 Michigan State. Now. Ohio State's defense managed to recover from a rough couple of weeks, limiting a ranked Michigan State team to just six points. However, a lot of that had to do with punter Drew Chrisman, who pinned the Spartans inside the six-yard line five times. Ohio State's defense might not be back to preseason capacity, 
their special teams are stepping up their game. Final score was OSU 26 to MSU 6. Our next game, Kentucky, number 11, Kentucky at Tennessee. In turn events that no one saw coming, Tennessee managed to a second SEC victory of the season, putting up four and 12 yards and forcing three turnovers against a talented, ranked Kentucky team that was coming off a loss to Georgia. Final score, Kentucky 7 to Tennessee 24. Northwestern played number 21 ranked Iowa. And this Big Ten matchup was tight the whole game. Both defenses did phenomenal as both forced two turnovers and neither allowed more than 350 all-purpose yards. However, Iowa's defense couldn't stop running back Isaiah Bowser, who ran for 165 yards and a touchdown. The Wildcats were able to clinch the Big Ten West with this win. We'll be watching the Big Ten East carefully to see who they will play for the Big Ten Championship. Final score was Northwestern 14 to Iowa's 10. Clemson played at Boston College this weekend. Clemson's defense showed why they belong in the college football playoff this past Saturday, limiting A.J. Dillon and the Boston College offense just nine offensive yards, nine rushing yards, and forcing two turnovers. Their special teams also put on a show, including a nine-yard punt return and two field goals. Final score, Clemson 27, Boston College 7. Lastly, we have number 16 ranked Mississippi State at number one Alabama. Alabama continued to do what they do best, and that is blow out their opponents. However, Mississippi State's defense pulled out something short of a miracle, eliminating the Crimson Tide to just 305 offensive yards and 24 points. Both season lows for the Tide. Final score was Mississippi State 0 to Alabama's 24 points. Looking forward this week, we have two very interesting games, first of which is number 13 Syracuse against Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium. These two opponents will both travel to New York City as two will play in Yankee Stadium for Notre Dame Shamrock Series. Notre Dame will closely monitor the health of quarterback Ian Book, who revitalized Notre Dame offense taking over week five, but was sidelined last week with a rib injury. Iowa State goes up against Texas. Texas will look to QB Sam Ellinger to lead the charge as the Longhorns look to remain at number three in the conference this week when they host number 22 ranked Iowa State who is tied for third and is riding a five-game winning streak after starting one and three. Be sure to track this matchup as one of these teams will be trying to snipe a spot for the Big 12 championship. That's all for this week. Make sure to watch week 12 of college football season this Saturday. Thanks, Joe and Elijah. A lot of good football being played here as the season comes close to an end, and that includes the Big 10, where we have uh, a couple of weeks to decide who's going to be in the championship uh, game. Dalton Jones is our correspondent. What do you have about the Big Ten today? It was another good week of college football play for the Big Ten. Penn State beat Wisconsin 22-10. Ohio State beat Michigan State 26-6. Northwestern beat Iowa 14-10. Michigan beat Rutgers 42-7. Indiana barely beat Maryland 34-32. Purdue got spanked at Minnesota 41-10. And Illinois beat Nebraska 54-35. Michigan stays on top in the East, and Northwestern wins the West. Um, I expect Michigan and Northwestern or Ohio State and Northwestern to play for the Big Ten Championship. My Big Ten Player of the Week is Stevie Scott, running back from Indiana. He rushed 19 times for 103 yards and one rushing touchdown. My Big Ten Game of the Week is Northwestern at Minnesota. Northwestern is 6-1 in conference play and 6-4 and overall. Minnesota is not nearly as tough as a team as Northwestern, but it will still be a close game because Minnesota is coming off a blowout victory over Purdue, and Northwestern is coming into the game with a victory over number 21-ranked Iowa. They both have winning streaks right now, and they both want to keep it that way. 
A lot of good stuff going on. Northwestern hasn't won a non-conference game this year, but wins the West with two games to go. It is a week before all the rivalry games, uh, and you'll talk about that probably next week. Uh, so it'll be an interesting week to see if anything shuffles up in the East. Thanks, uh, and we'll see you next week. As we do every week, it is time for the Heisman Report from none other than Jamison Connor. Thanks, T. Coming in at number one is Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback from Alabama. There were some signs of the emotional post-LSU hangover coach Nick Saban feared. The defense gave up a couple of big plays on the ground and through the air. Tagovailoa, on the other hand, gave up his second interception of the season. The refs didn't call it, but there probably should have been another turnover in there early. Coming in at number two is Kyler Murray, quarterback from Oklahoma. Behind Murray, who remains on pace to shatter Baker Mayfield's FBS passing efficiency record from last year, the, the Sooners feature the top attack in college football. For the third consecutive game, they finished with at least 300 yards passing and rushing, which is tied for the second longest FBS streak of the past 15 seasons. Will Greer, quarterback from West Virginia, holds the number three spot this week. Will Greer had touchdown throws of 32, 8, and 4 yards eight times this season. He's had at least three. Greer finished 25 of 39 for 343 yards on a breezy day. Coming in at number four is Gardner Minshew, quarterback from Washington State. Minshew is on track to become the first Heisman finalist from Washington State since Ryan Leaf in 1997, and the Cougars remain in contention for a spot in the college football playoff. Minshew struggled dealing with the win in the first half in Boulder, but still finished with 335 yards passing and arguably the Cougars' most complete win of conference play. Running out the top five is Dwayne Haskins, quarterback from Ohio State. After they lost to Purdue, Haskins and Ohio State had the week off to regroup before a visit from Nebraska this weekend. Thanks, Jameson. As always, uh, interesting to see who the best players are. It's been the same guy at the top for a long time. He's got two weeks to hold on to it. Thank you for your reporting. We now move on to the NFL and the Gleasonator. What do you have for us this week? Welcome back to Who's Hot and Who's Not in the NFL. This week, Braden Gleason and I'm here to get you caught up on what's happening at the top and bottom of the league. Start off on the hot list, we have the team that just has been rolling along through competition, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints' best quarterback, Drew Brees, was 22 out of, four, 22 out of 25 on the day for 265 yards and three touchdowns. Those t three TDs moved him past Brett Favre, Favre and into second place all-time with 509 career touchdowns. Up next on the list is the greatest team of all time, the Sheriff Peyton Manning with 539 career touchdowns. Drew Brees connected with Michael Thomas for two touchdowns and had one TD to Mark Kamari. Kamara ran for two touchdowns. The Saints offense racked up 33 first downs on the day and allowed just 13 first downs to the Bengals. Offense who only offense who only had 284 yards of offense on the day. The Saints welcomed the 
Dallas Cowboys this week. The next up on the hot list is the 9-1 Kansas City Chiefs, who knocked off the Arizona Cardinals 26-14. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was 21 out of 28 on the day. 249 yards and two touchdowns. Chiefs wide receiver Tyreek Hill caught seven passes for 117 yards and two touchdowns. Mahomes' two TDs on the day moved him past the Hall of Famer Len Dawson for the season uh, single-season Chiefs t touchdown record at 31 touchdowns with six games still to go. Chiefs defense held the Cardinals to 260 total yards on off offense, and they picked off the young Cardinals quarterback Josh Rosen two times on the day. This week, the Chiefs will play in a Sunday night game of the week against the final hot team, the L.A. Rams, who are also 9-1, beating the Seattle Seahawks 36-31. Rams quarterback Jared Goff was 28 out of 39 for 318 yards and two touchdowns with zero interceptions. Goff hooked up with wide receiver Brandon Cooks 10 times for an even 100 yards. Wide receiver Jared Everett and Tyler Hybe each caught one touchdown in the game while running back Todd Gurley ran the ball 16 times for 120 yards, one touchdown. Seattle's quarterback Russell Wilson only passed for 176 yards, but he connected with three different receivers for one touchdown. Wait. Yeah, for one touchdown each. The matchup between the Rams and the Chiefs should be a great one. I am so excited for Sunday night. With the big wins this week by struggling New York Giants, the Buffalo sitting alone on the not-so-hot list. That is right, the Oakland Raiders, who are still one win and eight losses on the season. The, Ram the Raiders, who are... Still sitting at one and eight losses on the season. The Raiders lost two LA Chargers to the LA Chargers, twenty to six. The Chargers are a bit hot themselves and had no offense. That uh, they have won six games in a row. The Raiders once again this week had no offense and were only able to score two field goals and no touchdowns. Raiders have now five straight games by at least 14 points, have been outside 75 not to nine in the last nine quarters of play. The highlight of the day was when the Raiders rookie punter ex ex executed a fake punt on fourth down and scrambled for 42 yard and a first down to keep the drive alive. The Raiders not only have lost another game, but the head coach John Gurdon 
fears they may have lost wide receiver Matravis Bryant for the season due to injury. That's it for this week 10, folks. I'll be back with for week 11, see which team can make it into the double-digit column and see if the Raiders shrug off the chill and get second win on the season. This is the Gleasonator signing off. Have a happy Turkey Day to you all. Thanks, Gleasonator. This is Steve Painter here along with Michael Benner here to talk about our Week 11 NFL preview. Uh, Michael, let's talk about the first game uh, today, uh, which is going to be a 1 o'clock showdown with uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this is a, an interesting matchup. Pittsburgh's coming off of five straight victories. Jacksonville is coming off of five straight losses. So the t two teams are headed in completely different directions. Um, but, you know, there's a real history here with, the, with these teams, and Jacksonville kind of owns Pittsburgh lately. Um, any, any thoughts on how, wh what we might be looking at for, for this week? Well, the defense for Jacksonville n needs to step up. They're, they're not as good as they were last year especially co coming against the pass where Ramsey and Boye, those two could shut down any receiver in the game, and they just do not see, seem in sync at all this year. Yeah, that, for sure. And, and, you know, when you talk about the Steelers' weapons at receiver, uh, you know, with Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown um, and, and all of their weapons, um, yeah, they, they, this is a time that Jacksonville is going to have to shut – those corners and the, and the secondary is definitely going to have to step up. Um, you know, but th this is a game that, as a Steeler fan, it worries me. Jacksonville just seems to always – there's just something about Jacksonville that, that they have Pittsburgh's number. Um, one thing I'm glad to see is that Mike Mitchell is no longer a Steeler. Um, he last year gave huge bolt and board material to the Jacksonville uh, squad on the playoff. He was already talking about the, the future matchup with the Patriots. And even though the Steelers had already been blown out in the first game, and, and sure enough, Jacksonville came in and – and beat them again, um, but we'll see. Uh, the Steelers are definitely uh, uh, have the arrow up going right now, and Jacksonville arrow down. Um, we'll just see what happens. Um, but I, one one thing I do see in Jacksonville that has been a big plus is they have Leonard Fournette back, and he was definitely a factor last week against the the Colts, and um, and uh, look for him to to have continued success against the Steelers' uh, defensive line. All right, uh, speaking of the Colts, let's talk about the Colts matchup this week. Um, big game for, the, for both teams. You have Tennessee Titans going into uh, Lucas Oil Stadium and playing the Colts. Tennessee is 5-4. and four. Colts are 4-5. and five. So both teams have a shot still at the playoffs, at the division. They need a little help from Houston. Um, but this could be a good game. Both teams are, are really uh, playing pretty good football right now. Um, Tennessee just, just shellacked the, the Patriots last week, and, and the Colts had an impressive win against Jacksonville. Um, what are the key things you're looking at here for the Colts-Titans? For the Colts, it's obviously Andrew Luck. He needs to continue how he's been going. Easily he's the NFL comeback player of the year. And for the defense, I've noticed this as a Colts fan, the Colts', Colts defense has always been terrible, but when it matters most, they always mm -hmm. find a way to step up. They're the defense – they're – the Colts defense is basically the bend very, very far, but never break. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, Tennessee's defense has been playing really well. Uh, they've got a lot of good uh, front seven, Gerald Casey, Brian Arakpo, uh, Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry. Um, really good front seven. Um, they're currently only allowing 228 yards a game, which is, uh, w- which is one of the top defenses in the NFL. They completely shut down you know, a powerful New England offense last week. Um, and uh, Andrew Luck's going to have his work cut out for him going up if, if, if Tennessee continues this streak on their, on their defense. Um, but the Colts' defense is also going to need to step up. Uh, Marcus Mariota is one of the most hot and cold quarterbacks in the league, and, and lately he's been pretty hot. He's playing mistake-free football. He's distributing the football well. Um, you've got the, the running tandem of Deion Lewis and um, uh, Derrick Henry, which are uh, – uh, kind of split in time, but both getting productive yards. Um, this could be a really good game. Um, and uh, the, the winner is really going to have a, a good shot at, at the playoffs, and the loser is going to have even more work to do. I think uh, for a quick fact, the Colts' offensive line has not allowed a sack in four games. Wow, that, that's, that's great news for Andrew Luck because it's nice to see him finally have a season where he's not getting pummeled. Um, you know, that offensive line is so improved, and uh, – the, the, the addition of Quentin Nelson, uh, he is everything as advertised. He, he is really protecting, um, protecting Luck well and, and doing good uh, uh, run blocking. Uh, he, he's, he's been just a, a, a super addition. Okay, uh, the next game we're going to look at is another key uh, divisional matchup. This is a battle for first place in the NFC North. We have the Minnesota Vikings going into Soldier Field. Um, playing the six and three Bears, Minnesota's five three and one, Chicago's six and three. Winner of this game takes command of the NFC North. Um, should be a really good game. This is a chance for the Bears to kind of uh, make a statement. I, I feel they, they've had a pretty weak schedule and they're taking care of business. But this is this is similar to that Green Bay Packer game at the beginning of the year. Uh, this is a chance for them to really say that they are the top team in the in the NFC North. Uh, Minnesota also playing well. They're coming off of a bye. Um, what do you think, Michael, on, on this game? I think this week will be interesting to see how Dalvin Cook coming back. I think he's going to be fully healthy, and it'll be interesting to see how Chicago somehow stops him. Yeah, yeah. He is starting to show the signs again of that, of that breakout rookie uh, year last year that was cut short. Uh, but now that he's recovered from the, from the ACL tear, um, it took him a little while to kind of get back into the swing of things, but he is starting to look uh, like his old self. And, um, but he's playing, you know, uh, one of the top defenses in the NFL right now in the Chicago Bears. Uh, one good thing is they, for the Bears, they've kept Khalil Mack out for a couple games and brought him back, and now he is, uh, I don't know if he's 100%, but he's getting closer, and he's such a difference maker on, on that defense. Um, and uh, so, you know, it, it, it's a... It's definitely going to be a strength against strength. You've got a really strong, powerful Minnesota offense. Uh, Kirk Cousins has had a pretty good year. Um, he's seventh in passing in the NFL. Um, he's got great weapons. Adam Thielen's having an incredible year. Um, so it'll be something's going to have to give here on a strong offense and a, and a very strong defense. Uh, should be a good one Sunday night. Okay, our final game we're going to talk about. Uh, it was to be the the Mexico City uh, showdown with uh, it was really the game of the year. You got the Kansas City Chiefs and 
and the Los Angeles Rams, both the top two teams in the NFL record-wise at 9-1. and one. Um, Was going to be in Mexico City, but then just yesterday the NFL announced that they are uh, have moved that game back to the United States. They're going to be playing in Los Angeles uh, due to uh, horrendous field conditions at uh, Aztec Stadium. Um, uh, the... the Stadium crew really dropped the ball on this one. They they had concerts and soccer games, and you know, looking at some of the pictures on the internet of that field, it was in no condition to uh, to play a, an NFL game. So they, uh, this actually, I think, gives the Rams a nice advantage because what was a neutral site is now a home game. Um, but uh, what do you think about the, these two teams, uh, these top two teams, and where they're at at this point in the season? Um, it's kind of like the tale of two teams. It's like see how. Um, how Patrick Mahomes can somehow get points off this Los Angeles defense with Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue and Dante Fowler now from the, after, after he got from the trade from the Jaguars. And for golf, he, he's quietly emerged as a possible MVP candidate. Yeah, it, it's, it's really amazing to see the, the, the change from golf's rookie year where everyone thought he was a bust. Um, it just goes to show what, what, the, what a good offensive-minded coach can do for a young quarterback. Uh, I think we're seeing a similar uh, story in Chicago with Mitch Trubisky, who had a kind of a golf type year last year um, and just never got into a, a, a rhythm at all. And a lot of people were, were yelling bust already, but now since he's got Matt Nagy, uh, Trubisky has flourished. And this is what's happened to with, uh, with uh, golf in, in Los Angeles um, with the uh, McVeigh, the, the coach, uh, Sean McVeigh. Um, but, you know, this is a int- really interesting game. Some people think it's a Super Bowl preview. Uh, Chiefs have not really shown no weakness. Their offense is just so high-powered. Patrick Mahomes, he's the other candidate for MVP, MVP this year. Um, so many weapons with Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill, Tra- Travis Kelsey. Um, and the Rams, which were a top defense, have really been showing some weakness lately. They have, especially against the run, um, everybody's been able to run on them lately. Uh, even Seattle Seahawks, who were typically not a great running team, um, uh, they had, uh, I think it was 250-plus yards rushing combined um, with just average running backs against the Rams. Um, so if, if the Rams can't do something to stop the run that boy that could really uh, really spell some trouble for them uh, and who knows it could be an easy victory for the Chiefs but uh, but like we said the Rams are now at home um, and it's a very very meaningful game for home field advantage for both teams should be a really fun one to watch um, I think that I think I forget what the over-under was on this one but uh, they said it's one of the highest over-unders uh, in, in the last decade uh, the, you know they're expecting uh, both teams to easily score more than 30 points, which is a, a kind of an interesting fact. The Rams have scored 30 or more in every single game this season um, through 10 games, and that, that's only the fourth team ever to do that. Um, they they do not struggle with uh, putting the points up. So expect a huge shootout in this one. Um, even though the Rams did lose Cooper Cup for the season, they still have so many weapons. Um, I, I, you see them easily putting up 30-some points, maybe even in the end of the 40s. Well, that'll do it for this week uh, for our Week 11 preview. Thanks again uh, for, uh, uh, for a little football talk, Michael, and we will look forward to uh, talking next week for our Week 12 preview. Uh, we'll see you then.
Thanks, guys, for that report. That'll do it for the NFL. Uh, a lot of close uh, contests coming up, both in the fantasy world as teams get close to positioning for the fantasy playoffs and the real world as teams are jockeying for the last few uh, positions in the NFL. There's some good games on every week. And Thanksgiving always brings out uh, the best in, in football uh, on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. In the NBA, we've had a wild run. We've got Jimmy Butler being traded to the 76ers, and we got turmoil with the Golden State Warriors uh, as they're not getting along uh, out west. Always something to watch. I tune into the uh, NBA around Christmas time to watch some big games, and then again uh, come playoff time. Uh, we will give a, a more in-depth report later on, but it is the NBA for a reason. A lot of great uh, talent, a lot of great games, also a lot of drama. Um, Again, check out DelphiBracketology.com for all kinds of college information. We've revamped the website. Please be on the lookout early next week for our second edition of Bracket U podcast. It'll be under the Sports Talk with Tonsoni's podcast place uh, where you can find it on any uh, host of your podcast. Uh, on Twitter, at Delphi Brackets, also at Sports Tons and at Sony42. We appreciate all of you who listen to our students and to our faculty and, and read their work. It, it helps out tremendously. If you have any questions or thoughts, please contact us there. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving.